to Natural Health Now, the podcast about natural healing approaches for common health problems available to you from your computer through telehealth technology. Our host is clinical nutritionist and author, Monty Klein, PhD, whose natural healing practice since 1983 has served clients around the country with telehealth computerized testing for foods and environmental sensitivities, nutrient deficiencies, toxins, stressed organs and glands, compatible natural remedies, and more. Dr. Klein is the author of the Junk Food Withdrawal Manual, Vitamin Manual for the Confused, the Sick and Tired Manual, Body, Mind, and Health, and Health Dare, Eight Reasons to Try Natural Healing. With today's program, here is Dr. Klein. Welcome again to the Natural Health Now podcast. I'm Dr. Monty Klein, founder and director of Pacific Health Center and PacificHealthCenter.com. This podcast is about natural healing approaches to common health problems with the goal of showing you how you can take control of your own health. So let's get on to today's topic, allergic sensitivities. Now, are you one of those people who say, I don't have any allergies? Well, actually, allergies or allergic sensitivity is one of the most common and significant health problems. It's estimated that 30% of the population has a food allergy and 10% of the population has a major allergy. But there's a difference between a medical allergy and what we in natural medicine would call a sensitivity. Now, technically, allergy is an antibody reaction that could be measured on the skin or blood or what have you. It's an immune system reaction. And there are a limited number of people that have true medical allergies. However, a sensitivity is a much broader term. When we talk about sensitivity, we're talking about any which way a substance negatively affects you. It's not really an immune reaction, but more of a digestive reaction. And it won't show up on traditional medical allergy tests. So what are the symptoms of a sensitivity? Well, the two most common symptoms would be fatigue or indigestion. But there are a very, very wide range of symptoms that can happen. Let me give you a list. Headaches, constipation, diarrhea, heartburn, or gastric pain, or ulcers, depression, obesity, or underweight, hemorrhoids, canker sores, nervousness, ADD, ADHD, attention deficit disorder, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, abdominal pain, hypertension, sinusitis, acne, chest pain, joint pain, bedwetting in children, diabetes, dizziness, asthma, psoriasis or eczema, seizures, frequent colds, speech problems, alcoholism, and the list goes on and on. As you can see, there's a wide range of possible symptoms, and that lends itself to sensitivities being misdiagnosed or going undiagnosed. There's also a mental illness connection with allergic sensitivities. In one case, a man was locked up for 20 years for mental illness and cured totally when his allergic foods were removed. Let's talk about causes. There are technical explanations for true medical allergies, and those again are related to immune system reactions. The body fails to distinguish between harmful and harmless or even its own tissue, as in the case of autoimmune disease. Rather, we want to look at the causes of the broader condition of sensitivity. 
When we're talking about sensitivity, in terms of causes, we're talking about toxic overload, number one. Your body can only handle so much toxicity, then it's going to spill over into the bloodstream. That, in turn, can result in immune system reactions, not just digestive reactions. The four main causes of that toxicity, well, toxic input, junk food diet, dead refined adulterated food, or the outright toxins that are contained in that junk food, the preservatives, the pesticides, other chemicals. A second cause of this toxicity, poor digestion and elimination. A poorly functioning digestive tract can make even the best foods toxic, even if you're eating perfectly, wonderful, whole, organic, what have you, foods. If your digestive tract doesn't work right, it will make those toxic. Now, a lot of this with poor digestion is brought on by a lifetime of eating junk food. And as a result of that, you don't produce the necessary digestive enzymes. You may not have normal bowel elimination. All of that adds up to toxicity through the digestive tract. Then another cause would be emotional stress. The first place to feel emotional stress is the digestive tract. Someone wrote in a book many, many years ago, the colon is the mirror of the mind. When the mind gets tight, the colon gets tight. This results in poor digestion and elimination. Now, there's also the theory of emotional memory is also something that may come into play here. The idea is that eating a particular food when you're under emotional stress may program your body to future reactions to that same food. Now, a fourth main cause of toxicity would be simply overeating the same food. If you're eating the same foods again and again and again every day or more than once a day, you're much more likely to develop a sensitivity to that food. We thrive on variety in our diet. Okay, what about environmental sensitivities? I've focused on food sensitivities up to this point, but what about the pollens and dust and that sort of thing? Conventional medicine, as usual, focuses on symptom treatment rather than the cause and dealing with the cause. Actually, we have the same root causes. First, you become sensitive to certain foods and food toxins. Then, you become sensitive to external irritants like pollen, dust, fumes, that sort of thing, as a result of those underlying food sensitivities. Environmental sensitivities tend to clear when underlying food sensitivities and toxicities are resolved. Now, for a lot of this, to get an understanding, we have to go back to infancy. That's where a lot of this problem gets going. Babies fed cow's milk, meat, eggs, sugar, cereals before the age of one creates a major problem. They don't possess the necessary enzymes to digest these highly complex and allergenic foods. Thus, breastfed babies are much less likely to develop allergic sensitivities. The antibodies in breast milk set you up for an allergy-free life in most cases. All right, next let's talk about testing methods. First of all, there are skin tests. That's probably the allergy testing method most familiar to most people. It measures only IgE response, immunoglobulin E responses, which refers to reactions that would be taking place in less than an hour, for example, after eating the food. Now, many allergies are IgG, which take a longer time to react. There's lots of false positives and lots of false negatives with skin testing, and it's uncomfortable. Secondly, you have blood tests. 
RAST is the most common radioallergosorbent test. It's used by many natural medicine practitioners, but it also has limited sensitivity, measuring only IgE. Then thirdly, we have the food challenge test. Basically, the way this works is you follow an elimination diet for three to four days, low allergenicity foods, and then you add suspected foods one at a time and watch for reactions, such as increased pulse, increased fatigue, emotional changes. Now, this is quite accurate, actually, but it is time-consuming. Fourth, you have applied kinesiology, or muscle testing, used by many chiropractors and nutritionists. Each substance has an energetic field, and when you bring that substance into the energetic field of the body and isolate a particular muscle, like the deltoid muscle in the arm, to see if the muscle goes weak or not when in contact with that substance, you have a pretty good method, actually, of determining reactions to things. Fifth is electrodermal testing. This is the method I use. It's kind of like doing muscle testing only electronically, kind of a high-tech method of doing muscle testing. Here we're measuring changes in electrical skin resistance when a homeopathic dilution of the food is brought into the energetic field of the body. In my experience, this is the best method for accuracy, speed, immediate results, and low cost. You can do a lot in a little bit of time. All right, then we have the question of desensitizing. Do you have to avoid the food or environmental substance forever? Well, no, not necessarily. Here are the three steps. Number one, we want to avoid the food. That takes the immediate pressure off of the body from reacting to it. Secondly, we need to rebuild the digestive tract. We do that with digestive enzymes, first of all. Also often probiotics and prebiotics, beneficial bacteria. Sometimes with intestinal repair supplements that improve the tissues and assimilation in the digestive organs. Fiber supplements may also be appropriate. Then in our particular case, we use homeopathic desensitizing, microdilutions of foods or environmental substances to neutralize and train the body not to react. Allergic sensitivities, a fascinating area and a very important area for your health to deal with. Well, I hope today's podcast was helpful to your quest for better health. My goal is simply to show you a different way of approaching common health problems. Now, I publish a free weekly e-newsletter called Pacific Health Update that tackles current health topics from a natural healing perspective. You can subscribe to that by going to our website, www.pacifichealthcenter.com, and clicking on the Keep Informed with Free e-newsletter button. I also offer a free 7-point health assessment phone consultation. You can schedule that on our website as well by clicking on the Start Here button. This is Dr. Monty Klein wishing you the best of health in body, mind, and spirit till our next Natural Health Now podcast.